Welcome to another episode of Consciously Off-Center. My name is Anthony, and welcome back. After a short little break here, we're back into episode 12. This week, we're going to be discussing pain. And with the topic of pain, sounds very broad, might sound a little bit negative, But the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I heard a quote that people sacrifice happiness for success only to pursue happiness once they achieve success. And that comes down to what pain are we all choosing to allow ourselves to slip into and accept? Man, what a thought-provoking concept, right? To think about what pain we're choosing to allow ourselves to accept. And I don't think... And this topic centered around the conversation with successful people and how they get to a certain point that they live in a certain level of pain and choose to accept it because it takes them to the ultimate layer of happiness. And I think to a certain extent, I honestly, I agree with that. And I think that there is a certain level of pain that you have to accept coming from the last episode when I was talking a lot about the accountability that I learned from sports I also learned a lot about the success that physical pain can teach you. And there's a reason why you train in tough environments to get to a new level of person. And it helps you build into a greater version of yourself. And I find that when I start to get overwhelmed, the things that pull me out of that mindset typically come back to me understanding and accepting that personal level of accountability to the pain that I'm feeling right now because it's worth it in the end. And I've seen the result of it. I mean, shoot, you want to talk about the most basic form of pain. Being an athlete, when you're training and you go through those terrible moments, it helps build the callus and a lot of times elevates your performance because you've reached a new level of self. And it's funny, like working out today, even there's just a spot that I can still go to in my brain where it just shuts off what you feel physically and you just carry your body through with your brain. And that's a learned skill from being an athlete and doesn't come out all the time, you know, but when you have a lot of emotions that you're putting into a situation like lifting and you go to a dark place to finish a set today, burnout sets as many reps as you can do in seven minutes, you get to the end, you see the timer going down. And for whatever reason, even though you've been slowing down this whole time, your body unlocks the physical ability to be able to push through with more effort. And then the longer that you learn to reach that level, 
and continue to push through with more effort in tough situations, you train your body to go to that spot in difficult places and then use that as the new normal. Now you have reached a benchmark that you can set as your floor to reach your ceiling. And that's physical, right? Our bodies work like that, your physical body. But your mental body also works in the same exact way. And what I found is with the mental mindset that you have to repeat in your brain when you go through a program in recovery or you know, you're training yourself in any circumstance to overcome any fear, you repeat certain things to yourself to help you learn the skills that you need to and get to the mindset place that you need to to overcome adversity. And when you're battling something like addiction, your body is trained to respond positively to things that it seems as immediate joy. And what you have to train yourself to do is adapt in that moment to say, is this something that's going to benefit me long-term or is this a short-term victory with no long-term success or road ahead? And personally for myself, what I've found to be the most frustrating is when I try to apply that principle in life, not everybody is in that spot. Or I get even frustrated at myself because I'm not thinking in that way. And even though I'm light years beyond, you know, the the actual physical manifestation of the addiction in the way that it was before that ruined my life, I still find myself picking up habits where I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's that addictive tendency again. And you're like, you know, they always say, you know, the worst parts of your brain are doing push-ups in the garage waiting for you to slip and open that door. And that's the reality for everybody. And that's what that's what gets people tripped up as they think it's just them. It's like, no, everybody goes through that. The worst character defects of yourself are sitting out there doing push-ups unless you realize this is just a benchmark of pain for me to achieve the next level of success that I'm choosing to ignore and move on from letting that portion of my brain take over. But you're always on the route that there's potential. You could slip back into the worst versions of yourself if you don't continue to grow and progress. So with mental pain, it's more about progressing and understanding and recognizing the portions of yourself that pull you back and don't allow you to overcome emotions with rational thinking because the worst portions of yourself are typically the most emotional portions of yourself. With myself, I find that I respond positively to people and I want positivity in return. So I sometimes will lack the ability to hold somebody accountable if they're not performing or doing things correctly, if I'm not recognizing that portion of my personality. 
So in the role that I am in as a daily motivator, I have to recognize tough conversations are needed at certain points to help people understand and build that relationship together so that there isn't a roadblock 25 feet down the road that you could have prevented by having that conversation and broaching, you know, this subject without just responding positively just to get through the moment. So for me, when I look at the pain that I might cause somebody in that immediate moment, I'm providing a growth point for their mindset to remind them, Hey, this callus was built during the offset of me not doing the right things. And I got called out on it and now I need to patch this spot and move on. But, you know, just like a wall, you know, that's, that has a patch on it, you know, unless you sand it and you refine it before you repaint it, you're always going to be able to see the patch. And for, and for a lot of us, I think the mental sanding that needs to happen is placing yourself in those situations consistently enough where you can actually practice and move on. So just like training a muscle where you have to do consistent repetition with mental practice, Every time you put yourself into, for me, anytime I put myself into a situation where I have to respond, you know, in a way that's more of a leadership rather than a friend, I'm learning the skills to do that consistently. So at what point can you deal with certain levels of pain better than anybody else? And that's the question that was asked in the conversation that sparked my idea for this podcast. And I think with mental pain, I think the answer to what pain can you deal with better than anybody else, that's a choice that you're making. And there's no reason to be the best person at, at being better at anything else or the best person at progressing in something if everybody's road is different and we all end at the same point just like you speeding towards you know uh, a light that's turning red and you might get there first but then the person pulls up next to you that was taking their time as long as the end goal is the same you decide what pain you're willing to deal with and what levels of that you're willing to accept to get you to that final spot. And we're all trying to make that light. And maybe the light that you're shooting for, there's no need to gas out on the way there. Maybe the light that you're racing towards is the one that you need to take a pause at to reevaluate your path to success. You know, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey has a, has the a book and a saying green lights and talking about an easy road with green lights ahead of you and using them as benchmarks and what points in life let you move forward. We're looking at red lights and what levels of pain are you willing to deal with better than anybody else?
such a powerful question. So you look at, you know, what successful people, you know, accept as, as physical and mental pain, you know, as they move along in life. And a lot of those people pursue that success out of fear and anxiety of failure. And so is the pain that, that they're accepting truly healthy pain, training them to be a better version of themselves? Are they running from something? And that's the second half of the conversation. You know, and, and I would argue, again, I think a certain level of fear and anxiety is necessary to push you to, to do things that you're uncomfortable with to make progress. You know, for me, one of the things that's been the most challenging is, you know, these random fears that just pop up in life. As a byproduct, like I almost got, you know, T-bone going through an intersection and thankfully the car that I drive had an auto brake and this person that pulled out to make for them a left in front of me the car auto braked even before I had a chance to to put my foot on the pedal. But I mean, I, I wouldn't have had a chance to put it there fast enough. So for a period of time, I had like this super and still do to a certain extent of like certain situations. I'll, I'll get wrapped up in anxiety about driving and it's like, why is this happening? And then you face those fears and it's, and you get this immediate sense of relief and you're like, wow, you're like, okay, well, I'm just being irrational for no reason. And so I think to a certain level, the fear and anxiety you have might be warranted, you know, that, that might've been a sign, you know, from a guardian angel for me to slow down, you know, when I drive and not try to be the one that beats the light every time. Um, you never know. You know, there's lessons everywhere. But for me, I think when I look at our successful people out there just chasing it out of fear. Yeah, I mean, if it's the fear of failure, I, I can't argue I can't argue anything against that being a, a nothing but a good thing. And if it's their own fear of inadequacy them trying to prove it to themselves might take them to a place, but they may never solve that feeling inside of them. But for me personally, th what makes it so hard for me to see the opposite side of this argument is that's nothing but a good thing is I want to do the same thing for myself. You know, I would much rather bust ass for, you know, the next, 30 years of my life and live out, you know, whatever medical advancement of, you know, extended life I have after that, or even another 20 years, you know, and cut it by 10. I mean, I don't know who knows what the future holds, but what I do know is Everything that I go through and every lesson that's being taught through the pain that I'm feeling is necessary at this point in life because I've overcome the worst potential obstacle in my life, which is myself.
and I've learned more about myself dealing with pain than I could have ever imagined. And I think the beauty of living through the pain and the journey that it takes and the sacrifice, you know, to achieve success has taught me more about what it means to be on the other side and recognizing that even though it's as close as doing push-ups in the garage and waiting for you to make one slip up, the road back is also as easy as walking through a doorway and turning around and figuring out, you know, uh, an alternate route. So even though the potential for pain to lead you to a place of pure darkness and despair might be sitting there, you have the ability to rebound at any point quickly, as quickly as walking through a doorway to reset your brain and get yourself back on track. And that's a skill that took me five months of isolated learning to figure out for myself. But the time that I spent learning those skills will serve me now until, you know, the rest of my life. And with brain dumps like this, when I hear, you know, a quote, like the sacrifice of acceptance of pain for success it makes you realize what you're going through and, and that more people are probably going through it than you potentially realize. And hopefully at some point this reaches someone feeling the same exact way. And with hopefully 500 of you coming back here again to listen to this episode one of you out there will hear this and understand that the pain that you're feeling right now is as temporary again as resetting your brain walking through a door. And all you're doing is building a callus for the road to success. And what are you allowing yourself to deal with to get you there? Is it just a piece of clothing that you wear every day or are you going to let it actually drag you down and I would bet to imagine that most people are strong enough to wear like a piece of clothing now it might feel like a coat might be as light as putting on a hat but whatever it is that you're wearing is for pain just know that you're dealing with it so that you can have a better life and you're more than likely dealing with that pain better than somebody else. Which means that you're already on your road to success if you choose to accept that mindset. So for all the terrible viewpoints that a whole episode speaking about pain can bring, the one thing that pain is about more than anything is redemption pursuit of success and the ability to callous another skill to achieve whatever form of happiness that we're all on the road to, whether it's accepting pain as a road to success or uh, to happiness and then learning to build that happiness after success or 
choosing to live through happiness and using that as your current success in life, whatever it is in the mindset that you choose to buy into, that is your choice at any point. So to leave it on a good note and to wrap in a good spot, I think there's no better place than that than to say we all have a choice on what we choose to accept for pain and where we choose to categorize that is, is again, our choice. So, again, left or right, you pick. Oh, it was good back brain dumping um, after two-week hiatus, but we back to it every Monday. So thank you again for joining us here Consciously Off-Centered. We'll see you again next week for another episode.